0: All right, morning. Good morning. Quickly, I want you to go to the scripture. Let me see your comments. Let me know the houses and everyone that is on. We have a practice in this nation. If we say we start for a certain time, we start. That's it. If not, you just spoil a lot of things. And it's a sad thing. It's only a child that you have to repeat things over and over and over again Too. it's only a child. You would think that I'm only saying this to media. Sorry guys, you know I have to clear these things up so I can be free. But then when you have leaders that are in the room who cannot enforce certain practices, it, it brings me to a place of worry. Anyway, I want to start off this morning, sorry guys for that, but I want to start off this morning with a sense of, um, I want to gist with you. Of course, when I say gist, Because I don't trust my own intellect and wisdom, you can trust yourself, but I don't. We look into scriptures. These scriptures formed worlds. You have to remember that the Bible that we read today, it's it's an ancient book. People pulled wisdom from it. For generations, worlds were framed. Nations were put together. Laws were put together through this word so i want to kind of share my thoughts thoughts that i was taken with or thoughts that's consumed my mind since i got up this morning it's a very hot day i know that already but i think what kind of stimulated my thoughts were messages that i received from a nadli, messages i received from a tumor Um, and I believe that some of you um, were talking on it or however, wherever it was shared. But my thoughts started off and I said, look, I could be taken away with the heat quickly. I could be taken away with it. But you do know what I'm fighting for is more than the weather available for me today. Yeah, one thing is certain that this sun will go. (laughs) That's one thing for certain. But what I want to bring certainty to is what I can contribute to God's work. And that takes certain resolves. In as much as I say that today, that does not mean I'm planning to have a long broadcast with you. It won't be long. But I want to share thoughts. So these thoughts I want to share with you came from, um, again, Natalie showing me what Tomashe had found about this time last year we were speaking about. Our resolve in the area of finances and men, I believe. And what interested, what brought great interest to me was the fact that even the targets we're setting for ourselves, we were setting it then. We sensed the change of season then, as we are now. There was an element of passion, you can hear it in the word. So I kind of understand the season we were in. And look, we can now look in hindsight the things that were produced out of that season. I want us to talk in, 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 in relation to the whole family, so beyond the wealth family. Following that, we started to see that certain people entered into a new dimension of finances. The production or the ability to give in the millions came out of times then. We saw formations of families, new families came about. So truly, it was a new season. Now, my thought, and this is why I, I, I don't wanna say I'm gonna preach with you even though I have notes and I have scriptures, and I will read many scriptures. I haven't given the team anything yet. But it's just to allow me to be free to share thoughts so you can take notes and follow what you choose to follow, whatever that means. But my thought was, if this time last year we were speaking in the manner that we're speaking now, and you do know when we're speaking now, I think many of, oh, not yeah, many of you are witnessing that there's a, we're about to enter something, a season is changing right in front of us, we're, we can witness it. Maybe find me the scripture that says um, it's good to um, carry the burden when you're young so that we can understand responsibility and ownership. But that's not where I'm going. I'm speaking about stakeholders. So I'm thinking to myself, you know, we spoke about this last year and I believe we were greatly passionate about the things we were saying. And we have to ask ourselves the question, Do we, can we look back and say we... Um, exhausted the harvest that was potentially available is that can I say it like that my question this morning was not to create um, um, doubts was not to create um, room for condemnation but rather to analyze I think the world rewards you based on the questions or the problems you're able to solve I think if you're going to get more out of this life <laughs> sorry if you're going to get more out of this life is going to be based on the questions that you are able to answer the problems you are able to solve the responsibilities you're able to assume so looking back when the nation has entered a realm of millions I have to ask myself as a family head, I have to ask myself also as an individual. Because if I can take heed to myself and to the doctrine, if I can give a bit more attention to the words I'm hearing, then even those who hear me will be saved. That's what scripture says. So I had to ask myself, if what we can look back as our results, was that the best of the results we we could have attained or achieved. And honestly, my answer, not in a condemning way, was no. I think we could have done more. And I think that's what led me to have the thoughts I had this morning. And that's why I'm finicky with things because I expect people who carry a certain responsibility to be responsible so that I can do what I do. Well I'll let that go now because again it looks like Pastor Obi just gets angry over little things. I tell you all the time it's the little things that destroys the vine. That's what scripture, a principle, a wisdom that showed us. And I didn't learn that out of my own passion. I have a father that does not like us saying that we start at this time and we miss. Well, anyway, so my thoughts were I don't think we have re- I don't think the houses, I don't think us as leaders, I don't think us as lieutenants, as soldiers had fully realized um, the potential harvest. So I thought to myself with that, then does that mean that the repetition of the things that we were saying last year? us repeating it now, happy birthday, ha- happy birthday Milvina, I believe it's a birthday today, right? Happy birthday to you. I believe that the repetition of these words doesn't mean it's bad then. I think it's mercy. I think it's something to rejoice about actually. I think it's like what PT said during the World Conference. I think it means that there's a repetition of class You're repeating class. The repeating of class does not mean shame. It means opportunity. Are you with me this morning? So I think we have another opportunity to enter what we should have entered last year. I think we have another opportunity to see our businesses, our community hubs, our leaders, our lieutenants to enter dimension fully that had been made available even a year ago. And you would have thought, why in January did we not think like this? This season did not come back to us. But the season is here now. So now I understand why in recent weeks I've been making comments like windows of opportunities. I've been talking about um, the uniqueness of an... Uh, sorry that I'll say like this, because someone would then think how physically means it's always August and September, but I'll just say this. I was saying to some of your your brothers and sisters, there's something about August and September in the nation as a pattern. And I think what will make you more effective as leaders is if you start to understand patterns. If you understand patterns, you'll be able to predict and prophesy. But let's leave that this morning so I don't get carried away with preaching. So I think it's another opportunity. I think it's another opportunity for us to enter into a season a dimension, a core, a harvest that God so wishes that we enter, hence why he repeats. So let's start off with this scripture. I I felt um, this was one of my thoughts. So why I want us to read the scriptures. Now, if we're repeating classes, what do you do? Many of us or some of us have once um, participated in an exam, right? Um, So that people don't get offended. If I use school, people feel like I'm offended, yeah? So let's talk about, let's say, um, your driving test. Let's say your theory test, yeah? You revised. (laughs) You revised. You did all that you had to do. And in some cases, not me, but some cases of people, you failed your test, right? Talk to me. Uh, some people didn't right some people did they're in here They, 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 they know what I'm saying and some people listening to me you failed your test but you see when you fail a test you have the understanding that you can go back and do it again what is the mature response to failing an exam go and question yourself you know you want me to say revise I say first question yourself yeah what did I miss what did I get wrong the reason why you get exams and you get results of exams is so that you can see areas that you didn't do so well in so I started off my Monday morning thinking what Natalie and what Tomashe said to me was actually more deeper than they know me realizing and i think it wasn't by chance them saying it to me i think it was god's orchestration for me to hear that this is not new pastor obi i've been trying to tell you this i've been trying to push you into somewhere so i started off this morning and i cannot say to you that i've exhausted the thoughts of questions but i want to share some thoughts with you so that as leaders you can start thinking as leaders you can start responding as leaders, you can diligently look into your life, irregardless of your age. You can begin to look into your life and put certain things together, especially the things that you count as small. You go and put them together so that we will not look again next year, having said we should have entered this a bit better. So I asked the question, and then I realized things like, uh, um, um, i think what gets a person into something is how involved they are maybe actually before we read the scripture can you get me the definition of stakeholders just so that i don't forget let's just read it through you know how i tell you just go on google and get the definition so what do you do you identify where you did things wrong where where you because you may have got things right in some areas maybe Maybe you got things right in being able to live in the same house with somebody. Maybe you did things right in showing up to all services. Maybe you did things right in making sure that you're part of a department, but maybe in certain areas, you're weaker. And if you want the results you're looking for, the exam itself can never give you results. Do you understand that? The exam itself never gives you results. The exam itself shows you where you are. And actually, if you have the right attitude and perspective on life, on things, you can then know the areas that is failing in that's not allowing him to enter into what he hopes for.
1: Stakeholder, read for me, go on. A person such as an employee, customer, or citizen who is involved with an organization, society, and therefore has responsibilities towards it and an interest in its success. Do you, do you, do you see that? He has um,
0: um, a responsibility. Did you mention something about responsibility? Yeah, read it once more, cause I'm not sure if this is the same thing, but leave this on the screen for me, but read
1: what you've read. A person such as an employee, yeah. customer, or citizen who is involved with an organization pause there a
0: stakeholder he is involved with an organization can you put that as your first note because that's the first thing I realized the ability to stay involved Oh my days. So now I remember, and I'll try not to preach, but I remember Pastor Toby saying something to me that at the moment you heard me say, Oh my days, I just clocked it. He said to me last year that I pray for you that you have staying power. I preached on it, but I didn't even understand it. It takes power to stay involved because there are many things that would distract you from your involvement. There are sometimes you lost confidence. Or you lost passion or you got distracted whatever it may be all it tried to do was to make you not stay involved
1: what is a stakeholder read it for me again go on a person such as an employee customer or citizen who is involved with an organization he is involved with an organization yeah or society uh-huh and therefore has
0: responsibility and because he's involved he understands responsibility so you know there's some people that do not believe that they are responsible in the area of the financial welfare of the nation because they're not yet involved in it they say things like what I can contribute is too little no I will be faithful with my little so that I can be trusted and faithful with much If today we're able to give at certain levels, it's because there was a day that 300 pound giving was something I was passionate on meeting. And if somebody else was able to do more than I could do, I did not allow their level of involvement make me feel small about my level of involvement. I just made sure I was involved. You don't understand. So Pastor Toby can be speaking, given a certain target and already your mind, because your mind can be a real bastard at times. I know you agree with me with that. Your mind can mentally go to certain people who has that responsibility. You may even say that the responsibility is with them because they are the ones in the conversation. I say, no, I heard it. <laughs> I heard it too. It may not have said Onyeka. It may not have said Tony, but I heard it. And the ability for me to go back and meditate on the things I heard is me embracing a conversation. As far as I'm now privy, as I was saying last year, if you're going to have wealth, it's based on the conversations you're privy to be involved in. I'm saying to myself, that 40 million target is a conversation that I'm involved in. And with that involvement comes a responsibility. There's a sense of responsibility over the finances of wealth family, of life family. A Winnie in the house of prosperity must begin to feel that she has a sense of responsibility over the finances of the wealth family. An Immuette must begin to think she has a sense of responsibility over the welfare, the finances of a life family. And until then God cannot entrust you because where I'm going and again I'm trying to stay away from this but where I'm going is that if God is going to give you money money is something given to a mature state a mature person doesn't matter how passionate you are passionate does not mean maturity did you hear what I've just said to you passion does not mean that you are mature yet money will be given to you when God when the Father can see that you are now mature. Mature in the sense of you understand the use of finances. You understand the position that you're in. You understand these things. And that's why I just thought to myself, look, I'm going to enjoy today and you should too. But there are certain things that I'm just not going to allow my day or my week to start without. I had to think. Why did I not? gain the results, In quote. Why didn't I get a first class last year in the tests that we were going through? Why did I sit the exam but not come out with the, res- with the results I wanted? Why could I not boast on the results? You have to check the areas that you're weaker in. Well, carry on with the definition. So involvement produces a sense of responsibility, yeah? Towards it and an interest in its success. And an interest in its success. I think that's also powerful. I remember the time when I spoke to you about self, the obstacle to your blessing or however it's titled. And I was leading to a certain height in the word and I got to a point when I started to speak of Daniel. Do you remember? In case you don't remember, let me repeat it. I said that there was a secret to Daniel's growing prosperity in the land of Babylon. Yes, he was intelligent. Yes, he was wise. But what was his secret? What caused him to prosper and grow in prosperity? The Bible told us, and I actually quoted in that word. I remember saying to you guys that you see in that word, If you want to know what makes a person follow them to their room, I said to you that you must, you will know truly a person in their secret place. And when we followed Daniel in scripture, I believe it's in Daniel chapter 6, you'll help me find it. When we followed him to his room, the Bible says that he had his windows open to Jerusalem. And if you remember I was saying that how far would Jerusalem had been from Babylon can you actually see Jerusalem you're in London when you open your windows you can't see necessarily everywhere but what I started to say to you is that he had an area in his life that was constantly looking towards Jerusalem he was looking in favor of Jerusalem he was looking in favor of the city that God was building a platform that God was building so how would you guarantee a growing prosperous life can you keep looking towards are you looking in favor of I think also in that word I started to quote Hebrews 11:10, that Abraham was looking forward to the city how would you prosper you're constantly am Doing business, but it's not because, I think I even quoted um, um, Landmark Land or something like that, or or the property. You may look like somebody, to the world you may look like somebody, uh, or another property developer. But your secret to your growing prosperity is that you're just constantly looking towards the welfare of Jerusalem, the city that God is building. The platform that God is building, in case you don't know what I'm saying, the family, the nation family. And what gives us a sense of responsibility? The families. Well, family is what makes you feel responsible in the affairs of the family. Now, when Daniel learned that the decree had been published, he went home to his upstairs room, yeah, where the
2: windows opened toward Jerusalem. Three times a day, he got down on his knees and prayed, giving thanks to his God, just as he had done before
0: you can leave that there so I just wanted to affirm and confirm to you that this Daniel prospered because his mind was set on Jerusalem I think that some of us are about to walk into a level of finances because we have been trained and weaned in the area of what we believed finances were for finances are not for my self gratification it's not so that I can feel big I understand it's towards the building works. I understand it's, it's towards building a life, building a city where God can reside, where people will have a consciousness of God because we followed, meditated on his laws long enough to be able to produce cities that will spread. But back to the definition, a sense of responsibility
1: that came out of involvement Carry on reading, go on. Towards it and an interest in its success. Second definition. A stakeholder is any person or entity that has an interest in a business or project. Go on. Stakeholders can have a significant impact on decisions regarding the operations and finances of an organization. So you see what I wanted us to read then? Please put the
0: definition on for me. Why I wanted us to read this definition is because, you see, it started off with involvement, grew to a sense of responsibility. But you see, it also then evolved to the next stage of a sense of ownership. A stakeholder is, carry on reading, go on. Is any person? I, I actually want the other definition that was there as well. But you read
1: what you was reading, yeah? Is any person or entity that has an interest in a business or project, stakeholders can have a significant impact on decisions regarding the operations and finances of an organization. Brilliant. I want
0: you to read this definition. I don't know if you have it. I, I'll read it to you. It says that a person with an interest or concern in something, especially a business, denoting a type of organization or system in which all the members or participants are seen as having an interest in its success. So look, how do I get to a place where sincerely, sincerely, I'm looking towards the success of the family I can only sincerely be looking out for its success if truly I'm involved when I say involved I want you to think of the word if truly I'm, I am invested if you've got a form of investment in it I don't think the world loves Bitcoin but you see people root for its upward trajectory because they invested in it so now I started to think upstairs if you see certain people walking in millions upstairs I was thinking to myself no it cannot be their brilliance why did I say that and I'll be specific if you look at Pastor Sam if you look at Pastor Oni our senior pastors and they're able to walk in that light I know and I can boldly say it's not brilliance. Do you know why? Earlier on in this broadcast, I spoke to you or I emphasized the point of, um, um, what's the word now? It just left my mind. I emphasized the point of patterns, understanding patterns. Uh, Pastor Oni in all the brilliance that I may think he has. And I sincerely think that Pastor Oni is brilliant. Probably one of the most brilliant people I've ever met. But his brilliance tried different businesses. And that brilliance did not guarantee the prosperity of those businesses. So brilliance is not a certified foundation to stand on. It's not sure. It's just like we know people who are very smart, but have very little money. In case you're not sure of these kind of people, think of professors, teachers, They are very knowledgeable in certain areas, but they do not have the results that we thought should come with that knowledge. They taught us and they bang on us the fact of being, you must know the subject that you're trying to do because then you'll be successful. But I'm thinking you're my teacher without success. So knowledge cannot be the guarantee. I think of a Pastor Sam, very brilliant. His ability to have evolved I think one of the things that I appreciate a lot about Pastor Sam is how he evolved. His story of how he evolved inspires me. Someone that came from a gang background and when you hear him speak today, you cannot believe that he actually spent time behind bars, measured and imitates Pastor Toby to the T. And now when I look at him, I've seen also when he did certain businesses. You know about Zuriel. I know about when he was doing cars. Some of you forget that these were businesses that tried but failed. So it couldn't have been brilliance. Do you know what then made them succeed? Do you remember when they boast about a a saying or a mindset of NFA, when they said no future ambition? when they used to sit together and say things like or PT installed in them, instilled in them that this, we have to build this platform because in the end this platform will come back to build us. What I'm simply saying is that the reason why they have certain results is because truth be told, they are the most involved. And now someone would say they're involved because of how close they are. That's also not true. It appears like they are close because Mia was the one that actually drew my attention back to this. When I spoke about Caleb, I spoke to you about Caleb and Joshua. There was no reference before time that they were friends. If you guys remember that word, the difference was that Caleb took the words of Moses as his personal word. And because he took that word personally, as as like Joshua, as did Joshua, what happens is that even if they were separated, they were not close, their hearts will lead them to join at some point. So what happens is that these people look like they are very, very close. But I also know stories. What made them close was they heard PT's word. They became involved Then they grew a sense of responsibility. Remember when P. Sam spoke about concern. Even when he did not have, he felt responsible about the financial state of the church, even when he did not have. Then that grew to a place of, in quote, ownership. So how do we grow financially? You have to understand it's a mature, it's something given to you in your maturity. And what's the maturing um, um, process that God wants us to honor this moment or this morning the sense of involvement that evolves into responsibility that will evolve into ownership do you understand that guys again I'm just sharing fo- thoughts with you you have to ask yourself you there was a level because in order for you to push through, I'm going to give you a scripture of course in order for you to push through and to have results, that when you look in hindsight, you'll be able to say, look, I really, did, I really did bear the results that I should have. You must understand that it's first, the entry point is involvement. So where do you have the grounds to be involved? When Apostle Obi says that in the million pound given, we're about to do, there's no way that the wealth family should not do at least a fifth of it there's no way that we should not do at least a fifth do you know what that does anyone that is hearing me will begin to battle with that word they are not going to say I don't know business or I don't know what to do or I don't have a job they're going to make their mind consumed And as your mind is consumed with a thing, I was speaking, and sorry, I can't do every word publicly, but I was speaking to the fortress. And I was telling them about the foundation to wealth. I was telling them about love, and it's so interesting that PT starts to speak, and I'm not going to go into it, I'm sorry. If you want it, you ask them to give you a recording or something. But you see, one thing that I want you to understand about this life, you see, how, how do I say this without... Tripping myself into going into that whole topic. I don't want to spend long. It's a nice hot day. Um, let me leave it, Dora. So, involvement. Let me try and say something to kind of cover that. Your grounds for involvement is in your area of giving, that's how you first get involved. Your area of giving. So I'll say one thing I did say to them, or I said, maybe that day or I said another day. Why I say that, you know, usually you set a target at the beginning of the month. Do you know why you don't reach that target? Because you must analyze yourself if you did not get the results you're looking for. I can guarantee you this as a common factor, a common de- denominator between people if they didn't reach their target. In the course of the month, They lost focus on how involved they ought to have been. They get distracted with many things. Power, the ability to stay focused on something, I realize it's a spiritual power. I understand to keep going, it's a power. So look, I have no doubt that the words I'm saying to you, there are some people that things are stirring inside of you as I'm speaking. And that's fine, but I realize now, what we now need to be looking to is, how do you maintain that fire stirring up in you? Until you see the results. So someone, look, when the word came, someone was infused with the power to raise 100K as an individual, or as a small group a week, or a month, or a week, let me say, let me not say that was an accident. The power was installed in them. What they were meant to do is keep that fire aflame. flame involve definition have or include something as necessary or part integral part of or part of result Two. let me read that again involve definition have or include something as necessary or integral part of result Two. to become occupied or engrossed in something thank you so, you see, what happened was that we just couldn't maintain. And let me tell you what didn't allow you to keep that focus. And all this might sound mad immaturity. You're still immature. It's an immature person that does not understand what they should give their time to. Immature person gets emotional and then lose the energy that they should have had to be focused. An immature person takes on everything rather than the thing they should have taken. So involvement, I was saying that why you need to allow your minds to be occupied. If I say it, like I said to one of your brothers, you've done this seed, but now I expect it every two weeks. Do you know what I'm doing, Tim? i not giving him room to think about anything else. I realized sin is more found with the immature. Immature is not age matter. Mature immaturity is nothing to do with age. So an old person can still be very immature. If you're not sure who, look at your parents. I, I thought to myself, you know, so I, I'm really just, you know why I'm constantly pausing? because I can feel myself going too long and I don't want to this morning. So I'm thinking to myself, you know, why you have to keep yourself very occupied. Is because, for example, and I think I gave the example to someone or to people, you know, when you're in your immature days, you can hear a word and a thought that your partner is cheating. It's just in your head. You, you, you've viewed things a certain way, you've heard something. You've analysed their character and in your head you become upset because in your head something wrong is happening. Guess what happens? The longer you entertain that thought, your body responds to your thought. So you start to do things like checking their phones or you start to move mad towards them even if nothing's happened. What I'm trying to say is that if you embrace and entertain, no, no. Boldly in front of everyone. What's your target? What do you want to start giving? 10K, yeah? If she can consume her mind every day, her morning, her getting up, her going to bed with that 10K, do you know that eventually her body will move her towards 10K? But do you know what's the problem? We have, we, as children who get distracted easily, because you know children, they, they can't pay attention to something. What I'm trying to say, children can't fix their thoughts, it's difficult for them, it's something that they grow with maturity. As they mature, they're able to fix their thoughts. If you can fix your thoughts, Nana, every moment of the day towards how do I do that, your body will lead you to go and have certain conversations with people, it will lead you to go and research, it will lead you to go and try things, eventually you will stumble The word will come and you will stumble on the thing that will make 10K look like nothing to you. But what's the issue we have? Many things. So I want you to think the sin that came that distracted you. The relationship or the person you embraced or the things that you embraced that took your focus. And look, you quickly repented and that's fine. But what you didn't know is that it just distracted your focus, power, your ability to stay involved. Look at the, the, the minor things. Like as a woman, you're just always intimidated by another person. It's like, oh, this person is taking my space. This person taking my space. Oh, I don't like the way this person dressed. Oh, I don't like this. You're occupying yourself with things that don't matter. If an Alakon can just think, Giving him a target. How do I reach that? Do you know you won't even have the appetite for certain sins? Not saying yourself. I'm just saying as an example. You will not have the appetite for it. Because your mind is consumed with something. These are some of the things that I started to analyze. And I was saying, oh, okay. We couldn't continue on a certain path long enough until we saw it. The Bible spoke Peter, you find me the scripture in Peter. It says, You do well. You do well if you, I can't remember how it's said now, Um, if you pay attention. You remember I, I gave a word charge or I did a word charge last year or so, saying that attention is something you pay, it will cost you. To remain focused, it will cost you. These are not even the scriptures that I've put down to go to, but it's clear that God wants us to go a certain direction. Your ability to stay pay attention as a light shining in darkness unt- until the day dawns. So the reason why the day doesn't ever dawn on us is because we pay attention to the light for a while. Then something comes to take our attention. Our attention causes a small light to become a day. Are you listening to me well, family? So during the course, I was just thinking, if we had remained, if houses as leaders, because also situations come to take your attention, but it's leadership that says, irregardless hey, of what's going on, this is what we're focusing on. Read the scripture, 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 19, go on.
2: We also have the prophetic message as something completely reliable. Yeah. And you will do well to pay attention to As to a light shining in a dark place. Until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your heart. Do
0: you see that? So you're meant to pay attention until. Most of us pay attention and then get distracted because something happened. Or we doubted. Or many things. Again, I'm just sharing thoughts. Hoping that it will stimulate thoughts in you. So that. Everyone, as Sade, as young as she is, can know that in my contribution to a law house, I can be doing 10K. Why I speak like this is because I am determined to eliminate in your mind anything that tells you that you can't do it. Because money is not given based on age. It's the ability for us to pay attention to it. And let me tell you something, to pay attention, like I just said before, it will cost you. Like I said, you know there's something in us that's already thinking, because it's hot, let's pardon word. You know, like, again, it doesn't make you a bad person, it's just like, it's hot, let's not do this today. But you see, when you're on your fight, when you're in your lane fighting, your focus, I remember when I spoke about focus during um, conversations with P.O., your focus will offend others. It will. Your ability to stay focused, it's not going to be, sometimes people will laugh at it, But you must stay focused. Because if we pay attention to it as to a light shining in a dark place, until the day dawns, the and day will dawn. And the morning star will rise in your heart. It will enter your heart, the thing that you're meant to do. Are you listening to me? But this is still not the scripture. I'll give you just one. The scripture I'm going to is just one verse. But before we still get there, I wrote down, I thought as well that love is an investment. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, right? Love is an investment. And again, I'll just ask that you go and get the the recording if you want it you have to be somebody you know when we talk about love it's the investment of you into something remember that the bible says that unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground that dies it abides alone that's talking about not just giving money it was saying the investment of you because christ was talking about his coming death the death he must die the investment of you if you can fully invest involve yourself into something then you will see results. You will multiply. I want you to think this morning the things that does not allow you to fully invest yourself. You know, some people can only invest themselves at the point of feeling appreciated. No. You must be able to invest yourself at a time where it looks like people don't even appreciate you. Why can I say that to you? Christ did that. He didn't invest himself when the world loved him. No, the world put him into the grave by force, kind of. So don't be a sister there that feels like, oh, you contribute and then, oh, you're deleted out of a child. You're done with this or you're done. Don't think like that. Don't feel like, oh, something's happened to me and I'm not appreciated. No, invest yourself. Love is an investment. And you can only truly look. It's impossible. Don't tell me that crap. It's impossible for you to truly want the success of the family without investing in it the city that God eventually built that was said in Revelation 21 or so the people were the bricks to the building meaning that what made the city were the people you're still dealing in your heart with wanting to be a big guy and that's the reason why you're not truly invested you talk it, but you're not truly invested. Success of this work is based on how invested you are. So we must begin to ask ourselves, as individuals, as the house of influence, as the house of consultants, the fortress, the house of exchange. You have to ask yourself, how invested I am, or am I, in this work? Because that's the only way I can truly say. I'm looking towards the success of it. Random scripture, but I think I have to say it to you this morning. Job chapter 30. What am I looking for? Um, I'm looking for the scripture that says, If they obey and serve me. Is it Job 36?
2: Job 36, verse Maybe 11.
0: read from verse, um, read from verse one. Elihu con- read quickly.
2: continued, yeah. bear with me a little longer and I will show you that there is more to be said in, in God's behalf. I get my knowledge from afar. I will ascribe justice to my Maker." Be assured that my words are not false. One who has perfect knowledge is with you. God is mighty but despises no one. He is mighty and firm in his purpose. He does not keep the wicked alive but gives the afflicted their rights. He does not take his eyes off the righteous. He enthrones them with kings and exalts them forever. Verse 8. But if people are bound in chains, held fast by cords of affliction, he tells them what they have done. Go on. That
0: they have sinned arrogantly. If they're bound in cords of affliction, he tells them what they have done. That they have sinned arrogantly. But let me not make this a sin conversation. Verse 10.
2: He makes them listen to correction and commands them to repent of their evil.
0: Now verse 11, what does he say?
2: If they obey and serve him, Mm. they will spend the rest of their days in prosperity and their years in contentment.
0: If they obey and serve him. I made this comment the other day. Service also is a way that you exhibit or it's a way that you show that you're involved. The only thing that we have an issue here is that it says if they obey and serve him. He didn't say in the context of Mm. churching. So whoever said this did not have ushering in mind. They did not have media in mind. They did not have um, um, choir in mind or Bible reading. They actually actually told us what we're meant to be focusing on. They said if they obey and serve him, it's a person. The service of him. The service of an agenda, the service of an ideology. If you obey and serve that so you know you're involved. I, I don't know how to say this. You're you're involved with what somebody's trying to push. If you obey and serve with him or serve him, you will spend the rest of your days in prosperity and their years in contentment. But let me stay away from that. I want to start closing, it's already 12. Colossians chapter one is where I want to go I'll read this quickly just one verse verse 24 Paul labored you know last week Monday I spoke to you about the power to labor and yet again we look to Paul who labored for the church I think in the NIV the subtitle says Paul's labor for the church he labored for the church Look at what he says. Read first in the NIV. Go on. Now I rejoice
2: in what I am suffering for you. And I fill up in my flesh what is still lacking in regard to Christ's affliction. For the sake of his body, which is the church.
0: Stop. Now I rejoice in what I am suffering for you. First of all, it's no longer suffering if you can find the ability to rejoice in it so this is not suffering and I know someone say in context this guy was in jail and all of these things but these words are written for people when you're enlightened you will understand I taught you last week about laboring I told you labor is to become do you remember now I rejoice in what I am suffering for you so what is God saying here what was Paul trying to say to us Suffering in this case is not you being beaten blue and black or black and blue or orange or whatever. Suffering in this case is trying to get something. You know, um, okay, now I can say it. a pastor, Alicia, will have to suffer certain things to give birth. I'm not sure if that's truly suffering. Actually, I think women look for that kind of suffering. Do you understand that? Because you know that there's a rejoicing in it, it's a necessary process. Now, I rejoice in what I'm suffering for you. That I'll give you the translation I actually want. And I fill up in my flesh what is still lacking in regard to Christ's affliction. Amplified classic, can we close?
1: Verse 24. Even now, I rejoice in the midst of my sufferings on your behalf. And in my own person, I am making up whatever is still lacking and remains to be completed on our part of Christ's afflictions for the sake of his body, which is the church.
0: So let's break this up quickly. Let's look at the latter part. Christ's afflictions. Christ endured certain things for the sake of his body, which is the church. Why I need us to understand that first is so that you understand what you're meant to be doing. Christ went through certain process, went through certain situations, was involved in certain things for the sake of something. You know, if you're ever going to prosper as a result of what he went through, He was given the highest seat and position ever, the greatest name by which all may be saved. He was given the highest glory. Why? Because he also endured or went through things with something in mind. I want to say to you, and I want to close on this point, and I won't go too much into it, but if you will prosper, it's because you have kept something in mind that was worth you going through things. I can look at Nathan, and I'm just thinking, hes I haven't seen him for a while, and I'm just thinking, ah, this, I, I will stay myself, I'll keep myself going through certain things, because I believe I can see what he's meant to be, so I'll labor for him message him and be like where have you been good to see you sir (laughs) you're looking at a generation you're looking at a work for the sake of what you're trying to do you can go through things and that's why I said it's like labor Christ labored for his church almost like a child you are willing to go through childbirth and the pains of childbirth because you cannot wait to meet the child you can feel it you can imagine what it will be but you cannot wait till you bring delivery of it so you're willing to go through certain things again I'm not talking about suffering or labor or toil I'm trying to get somewhere that actually Christ knew that God was looking for something in people so he brought Christ as someone who will labor for them. Uh, how would I say this? He brought Christ as someone that will help labor, bring into fruition what God was looking for. For the sake of his body. So read it from verse 24. Even now I rejoice in the midst of my suffering. Yeah? On
1: your behalf and in my own person, I am making up, Whatever is still lacking and remains to be completed on our part of Christ's afflictions. Look, look. It almost sounds
0: like Paul was saying that Christ lacked in some areas. It sounds like that, right? I've made us read two um, um, translations now. Paul was a bold person. I'm looking at Paul and I'm thinking how he got to a place that it was said of him that he took nations, he took a quarter or three quarters, whatever it was correct. I think it's a quarter of the world, right? He took a quarter of the world. How did he get there? He was bold. Why did I want to end with this scripture? Think of all the characters of Paul. Tell me if this doesn't look like you. Paul said things like he was abnormally born. There was already a 12. Please, are you listening to me? There was already a 12. Conversations about the divine was between Christ and the 12. There were certain... Paul did not have the privilege like Peter, James and John to go to the mountain. He did not have the privilege to sit with Christ in close proximity. He was born a bit later. But you see, Paul was bold enough to say that in what Christ did i will find areas where he lacked you know he was not saying that Christ lacked he was trying to find spaces that he can be involved in do you understand what i'm saying to you he Christ was complete everything he did was complete for the redemption of all mankind yet Paul would say things like i was called to the gentiles and look in as much as we believe that it was Paul who said it we're just taking what he said you understand that it's like if I come to you and say that like in youth revival days when I said that God's calling us to Europe in as much as you believe it it's still it's Pastor Obi that said it it will be results to prove it and I think results are proving it that it was actually God that said it but what I'm trying to say is that Paul got to a place where he assumed, he found spaces. Though he was abnormally born, he said that in my own person, I will make up what is lacking. So, not that the nation ever complained or said that it needs an outreach arm, but we just started to say, we're the outreach arm of the nation. And for the sake of the body, we will produce. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? So if I say to your leaders today or this weekend, or I'm saying this Saturday, Manchester and Birmingham are activated. What we're doing is that we're fighting for areas of involvement, because if we remain involved, then there will be a sense, a growing sense of responsibility. With that growing sense of responsibility, there will eventually be the sense of ownership. Without that process, you cannot. Paul was a participant of what God was trying to do. So I realized something about God. God gives you word, 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 until you start to find areas where you just feel it's lacking. There were people that looked at PT at one point and just thought, he's lacking clothes. He was not lacking clothes. But someone created an, an area of lifestyle for him. There were people that were saying he's lacking transport. So they started saying, I'll bring cars. I'm using these small examples. Saying that if you pay attention long enough, you'll start to see areas. Or you'll start to carve out areas of involvement. If you look at certain of your brothers who today have certain, um, um, even a name of finances around them. It's because they just kept pushing for an area of involvement. I never needed clothes. I didn't need cars. I didn't need any of these things. But certain words was doing with people. They were like Paul who would say in my own person, I am making up whatever is still lacking. What was lacking in the church at that point was who can take it to the Gentiles. And he made it his call. You want to read something? He made it his core. He made it what he was. So what do I want to end with? If we can adopt this same mindset. If you will not mentally um, um, remove yourself from certain conversations. When PT calls certain targets, I think of it as if it's me that has to make it happen. I involve myself, PT actually made a comment last week that he said in passing, and I'll paraphrase it, basically saying that look, I think when he was saying go and conspire with people, it says look, you'll most likely look like you're being rejected at first, but keep pushing to be involved. Do you understand me well family? Keep pushing to be involved. How do you keep pushing to be involved? It's not now, we're in a meeting, and I must say this before a madman tries to do it. Can't be that I'm in a meeting and you just knock at the, knock at the door and say, oh, oh, is this a finance meeting? <laughs> and then you just sit down and say, what, what, what are you doing It Say, I'm meant to be involved. <laughs> no, in your space, you're pushing. You're making sure that you're paying attention if I'm doing it too clean, too fresh, I don't care about the business per se. It's just that this is my opportunity to be involved in another level. So I'm going to make sure that I'm paying attention to it. I want to I stop here. <laughs> pastor Rike, you, you see Pastor Rike's comments is what makes me want to start laughing. Once I start smiling, it's like PTJ is like, okay, I'm done here. And then this Pastor Obi guy starts to show up. on a serious note, what I'm saying to you, I believe it's our turn, I've been saying it. And some of your brothers and sisters bear witness and they've been saying it, we believe it's our turn. I'm saying that what we need to do is make sure with all the things that I've shared with you today, still go back and think things through. Why didn't you have the results you were looking for? Trust me, along the way, you got distracted. And the energy that you needed to focus, to keep the intensity, you lost it. You know, losing one day of focus is detrimental to achieving the target. Just one day. So this is why I said that you cannot afford to have bad days. This is why I believe that God sets us in families. Because then it will be the direction that the family sets that regulates you. Yes, I do agree that there are some days that I'm not as vibrant as others. But it's the agenda and the target of the household that regulates me even when I'm not feeling like I should do. Do you understand that? So we have another opportunity as a family to enter a new bracket and dimension of finances. And let me repeat this in case someone feels like we're just using God's word to get rich. No, we're trying to mature. Finances is what will allow us to do this work, serve at a greater height. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? It's what will allow us to be able to serve at a greater height. So I want you to think about the targets that you personally have set yourself. Sit down and think, how do I go about achieving this? telling you if you really care about a target you're not going to think to yourself oh, I'm scared to ask questions, I'm scared to go and contact someone or go and meet with someone or research, you won't if it's truly a question that you're really seeking out to find the answers of you show it physically, you go out Your given target, your, your, your target is the question over your life right now do everything to answer it do you understand me guys so remember stakeholders are people who are involved interested in the success of something and I believe that if we can keep the examples I give of our senior pastors I realize I don't think it's their brilliance I think it's just that they made up their mind that they are totally invested you can't see the definition of them outside of the nation And you may have thought, that's likewise with you, but I want you to look more keenly into your life and ask, there are still areas. Are there still areas? This time around, I think we'll get it, though. I think we'll get it. That's what I think. I think each house will become a minimum 100K house, minimum. I think in this season, what will happen is that people's minds and talent and skills will be seen, things that we didn't even know they had. We will just start to see it. People who will become leaders of businesses, leaders of industries, people who have become, I wrote down on my notes the other day, that we reproduce mobilizers of men and finances. That's what everyone will be. That's the basic of who you are. A Sade is a mobilizer of men and a mobilizer of finances. That's who we are. I believe that in this season, houses will increase. Somehow we'll find we'll find the way to make it work. That's what I believe. But it takes us having the ability to keep that focus. I agree, sir, and the whole of HOX does too. I agree with the house of exchange. I agree with all the houses. Focus. So maybe if you're losing focus for anything, maybe the target or the sense of target over your head Or over your life has not become real enough yet. Or it's not large enough yet. Make it something that you cannot remove your mind from. Yeah? I'll close with this. It's a nice hot day. Enjoy your day.